Can you hear me? Hold on a second. What's cracking? Hey, bro. So, you've been keeping up with all this madness going on in the conscious community? Yep. Yep. And really, really, it's not even madness, bro. It's not even, I don't even want to make it seem like that. But remember everything I've been saying about Brother Polite? Yep. It's just amazing how all of a sudden all this shit got legs now. But what's so cold is that he done got about a week of attention. Now I'm hearing niggas say shit like, some of y'all living off polite. Get back to the information. And I'm all like, see, this is mind-blowing that Whenever you niggas talking about information, mm. then you want to talk about sexual misconduct and pedophilia. But when sexual pedophilia is going on, you want us to pay attention for like 48 hours and then move forward. Right? Like, oh, people just doing this for views. Hey, well, you know what? If, if his name can get the views for us to have the conversation, then... Let's do it. Like, what is it about this dude that black people can't really handle there being some pressure on this nigga? Right? I'm, I'm seeing that. There's a lot of black... And when I say a lot, I'm not trying to make it seem like the numbers is crazy. But he shouldn't... There shouldn't be nobody telling anybody, nah, stop talking about him. Stop talking about that. Stop talking about this. Yeah. Like, nah, we, we should we should be we should be talking about that, right? Because a lot of these black people be the same people when they bring up whatever and you say, Well, look at Epstein. Oh, I don't care about that. So y'all y'all want to talk about this when it's convenient. And right now, for whatever reason, this ain't really convenient. We, we know what's happening. We know it's there, but the combo ain't convenient. So, niggas who want to push the line on it, they meeting pushback. They, you know, motherfuckers are having issues with them. It, it's mind-blowing. And then you got the dudes who, they supposed to be advocates for this shit. Yeah. And they bowed out, but now they got everything in the world to say because it's convenience. Convenient niggas like Hassan Campbell, the Bronx distraction, right? Hassan Campbell is an admitted pedophile. He said his own self, uh, but he tried to say I touched other kids when I was a kid. Well, my thing is this, bro. You the one saying this, so I got questions. So, how old was you when you was touching kids? How old was these kids? Because I'm pretty sure you was probably twelve or thirteen touching on kids that was between six and eight. And don't tell me that you weren't, you're not gonna tell me that you was touching on kids your same age because that's what the fuck I was doing. When I was 11 and 12, I was touching on the girls around my same age. And that's not pedophilia. Yeah, that's moving fast. That was me being a nasty nigga. But if both of us is in the fourth or the fifth grade and I grab your booty, that's not pedophilia. Now, bro, if I'm 13 and I do that to a first grader, now we talking, right? Yeah. And, and what he trying to do, what Hassan trying to do, 
he trying to play make hide and go get it. Like, oh, well, yeah, I catched our little kids with, nah, nigga, you was playing hide and go get it. And probably what was happening is them kids was way too young. Because, first of all, if you're playing hide and go get it, you're probably too young. Yeah. So we can just get that out the way. But there's levels to it. If we ain't like one year apart, we shouldn't be do we shouldn't be doing this. That's the first thing. But if we ain't one year apart, up or down, no, nah, we can't do that. So this nigga Hassan said, Yeah, I touched on other kids as a child. Okay. So who touched on you as a child? Was it somebody a little bit bit older than you? According to you, it's somebody way older. So that's the way you would do it, nigga. So what you what you telling me, you was 12, 13, bro, touching on four-year-olds, five-year-olds, six-year-olds. Yeah. Now this nigga gets to be the face of the pedophilia. Not the face of pedophilia, you know, but the face of victim. Pedophilia victims. But this nigga himself has victimized people, bro. Ain't that mind-blowing, dog? Yeah. Nigga that made a whole YouTube career running around here with Turkish chains, bro. I when when the nigga first came in the game, nigga was dusty, bro. Yeah. You you he, he was it. He was looking in real life the way I be looking to work. Yeah. And and this is you know, bro. This is this is what we up against. Like now, he commented on it, but mm-hmm. he could have helped get Africa Bambada convicted. Like right now. Layla Willis got the documentary, right, about the Zulu Nation and what's going on over there. And these niggas was trying to get the documentary blocked, not wanting to uh, support the documentary. But when Polite Snake mentioned the pedophilia, niggas is right there. So they want to push the line on Polite, but don't want to push the line on their own violator. That's yeah. crazy to me, bro. Shit, that, man. That, that's insane. Yeah. That. I've been molested. I said a name. Then another man gets molested, or another person's a molester, and we all like, yeah, we gotta get him. We gotta get him. But then you get to have the attitude of, man, you know, I still love him. I don't want nothing to happen to him, bro. And this is how come this shit keep on happening because y'all got love for these pedophiles. And 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 that's what. Uh. Uh, what was I listening to? I was listening to Le- Layla Wills last night. Yeah. And who was I listening to? Hold on. Let me pull it up. I was listening yeah, to... Malachi Z. York and the New Wabians. And what are you talking about? Did you talk about Uncle Brother Malik? Uh, I'm trying to put, hold up, let me pull it up. Everything's all messed up technically, but we're going to run it. Hold yeah, they had Chuck Morgan up there too. Let me see. You know who Chuck Morgan is, right? Mm-mm. 
Hold on. If you if you type in newwapianism.org, that's Chuck Morgan's site. And Chuck Morgan, you know, he exposes all that stuff going on with them and Pickle Man, you know, all that shit. Let me see. Oh, here it is. It was this one. Who was that? Number four is 2440 Layla Wills. It's uh, Brother Malik. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, the, it's the one where Brother Malik. What's up with my mic? I joined as a nation Brother Malik. And he was saying some real interesting shit. It was like uh, talking about how they were linked in with the New Wabians, but he was like, at the end of the day, at the end, he left, but a whole bunch of people stayed. And basically, how. They're basically in line with pedophilia if you stay. He was like, once you find this out, you you got a choice to make. And he said a lot of people didn't make them choices. And he's running it all the way up to like 2016 with these people still rocking with the the Zulu Nation. And it's funny because the Zulu Nation... Uh, like I see the Seattle chapter, which is pretty interesting to me. No shade on them, but uh, if you look at the roots of it, uh, Zulu Nation, a lot of it's based in uh, Noble Jew, Drew Ali, which I have some of his books and stuff like that. But there's there ain't really supposed to be no white folks up in there. If they follow the original teaching, not saying that they can't evolve, but the basis of it, he was talking about cultism and how uh, Mal- it's like Malachi Z was convicted of messing with boy and girls. And then you get African Bamata, who was a student of his. He, he used this messing with boys. So, but people knew this. People know this. He was talking about the different factions of the Zulu Nation. They had security. He worked basically with the security faction. He was a national spokesman for a while. But he breaks a whole lot of shit down. And people, if you spin it over to this R. Kelly thing, you really start to understand that us as people, we, pr- we pretty much got a low, a low acceptance point of things. We'll just accept a whole lot of shit. Like, they're willing to forego everything R. Kelly's done for the sake, he said, because they say he got some good music. For me, it's like, because white justice system they, we don't really act until the white justice system 
validates it. So it's like, okay, nothing's going to happen to Bam, but he ain't been arrested by no white people, so it's not valid. But he was saying at the same time, people be like, they, who was saying that? Oh, I'll listen to Pierre when he was talking about the whole COVID thing. He was like, yeah, it, when it benefits you, you go with the government. But when it don't, you, you're against the government. So he was saying people like, uh, they don't listen to the government when they say it gets vaccinated. But when they say open it up for touring, you listen to the government numbers that is going down. So we got the same sort of problem like, yo, they say, bam, like we literally got like, man, we went to what, 30 people? <laughs> 30 people on record. I don't, I don't even know. Like, I don't even, I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? So, dude, the other thing is, is that the, the okay, I'm gonna say this: the primary people who they got in the front, I don't feel that them dudes was real victims. I feel that them is dudes who did what they needed to do to get where they needed to get, and they knew what they was doing. It doesn't make what Bam did any better. But I come from accountability, and, and you know, I couldn't make decisions that I knew what I was doing, then try to put. The decision I made on someone else. Yeah, and it goes back to that right. book. That book you hear about the book they keep mentioning. The book Which that one, though, the, the, the one with all the dicks in it, the Zulu. Yeah, dicks. yeah, the pictures. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. The pictures like Hassan, and the thing is, bro, the nigga even that bitch, bro. He's all like, yeah. All I ever wanted to do was hang out with Rich. He's talking about a new Well, 
it's because of what the white man did to me years ago. You're not receiving that because this is what yeah. these hotel, uh, uh, these hotel uh, intellects like to do. What they like to do is say, well, we got to take it all the way back to the root. Yeah. And you know what? I don't got no problem with that. But if we gonna start doing that, we gotta do that with everything. Yeah. So if somebody commits a home invasion on one of your children, you can't just literally look at the home invasion. You gotta look at the history of what we been, my nigga. But they had your grandkids up in the room crying, thinking they was gonna die. And I'm pretty sure that you ain't gonna trace it all the way back to white supremacy and that. But if we bring up toxic femininity or masculinity now we need to go all the way back to the white man to discover the root right but like i told logic when your daughter calls you crying and you pulled up on the scene and seen the dude for all you know bro your daughter could have been acting your daughter could have done all type of shit to egg but you don't care and you didn't try to find out that he was getting abused at home. This nigga could have been getting raped coming up. You didn't care. So all that intellectual shit that you post on the book sounds good. But that ain't you in real life. That ain't what you do in real life. Yeah. In real life, when these situations come about, you deal with them accordingly. Whatever according, whatever accordingly looks like. Yeah. That's what you do. But you know niggas want to get up on the Facebook and all like that and we be perfect citizens we have we handle everything the right way and all that shit you know? yeah yeah <laughs> I don't get that yeah <laughs> and that's real shit man that's real niggas be on the book niggas be on the book ho tapping yeah bro and, and the thing is is that Man, come on, bro. I'm, I don't care what none of these. I'm as hotel as they come. Yeah, man, look. I don't do... I, I can't afford all the hotel gimmicks. I can't afford all that shit. All yeah. the smells and the symbols. And, man, it's expensive to be a hotel. Yeah. Nigga, I'm just going to rock with the principles. Yeah, the principles. At the end of the day, a hotel is a dude who... You, whatever the king's religion that was given to you, Christianity, da da da, you, you pretty much a hotel. I tell niggas all the time, hotel is a, it means peace, like that, right? The conscious community wants the nation of Islam, Moors, right? These other, because there were other motherfuckers too, even, even the early G, you know, GDs and Black Panthers, you niggas is whole taps too. I never, I don't remember none of the Black Panthers being like, yeah, growing up, you know, I was the Black Panther, and on Sundays, uh, we went to Mount Zion. Nah, nigga, like, nah, you, you niggas started being on some other shit. You, you, you took everything. You, 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 you switched up everything. So, the conscious community and the whole whole tap shit, that shit started before all this right yeah. way way before that and what they try to do now is be like oh well if you're you know hotel nigga malcolm x was a hotel nigga marcus garvey was a hotel oh marcus garvey he was a catholic 
yeah, he might have been a Catholic on Sundays, but what Catholic church accepted you? If you were if you were nigga going up against white supremacy, I just don't see how you gonna be accepted in the Catholic church. Yeah. I, I just don't see I, that don't make no sense, bro. No. Because Catholicism is like the white supremacy religion. Yeah. So that's the whole that's the whole thing with this this hotel shit. And what that happened is it done got infiltrated with everything, right? Anybody who don't believe in Jesus get to be a hotel. Or anybody who who got Simash. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah. You got these bitches running around looking like Shikari. Take everything, but they got some CMOS and then it says like bitch, you you got some CMOS, but you don't got no information, so don't even come playing with me. <laughs> he you ain't got not, no information. He did not just say the CMOS. Hey, okay, let's talk about your boy. No, Shikari. Right? Shikari. Look, let me say something. We're moving quick today. Who? Man, gorgeous. Oh my god. Now the thing is is this. It's been a year and he look, they paid him to just do nothing in the streets, bro. They paid that brother to do nothing. Now he run around clout chasing on <laughs> Kevin Samuels. Uh, Kevin Samuels. Going again. This is hey bro. Get, be, be, be real be real with me, Kay. Does it does it get any does it get any nastier than this, bro? Yeah. Like, like, is this about as nasty as as it can get, King? Man, he why you know is he? Saying? Like, I mean, bro, think about this, bro. You got a a pimp, a dude who that you know, hey, that you've exploited your way through life. Like, no matter how niggas feel about certain shit with Kevin Samuels yeah. I've done my history he 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 didn't come for much but he made sure to make something happen I mean the nigga he's a college graduate he's he's a member of of Cap Alpha Side in good standing like with me I'm a member of Cap Alpha Side never been in good standing yeah I've never paid dues none of that nigga yeah I'm just in the frame yeah, you know he he does his thing. Um, only thing I've ever heard is some shit that didn't work out with Roz. I've heard that he take care of his kids or any responsibility. I've heard that. Yeah, and this nigga gorgeous Dre, you got a pimp telling another nigga you got problems. You got problem with women. You got issues <laughs> with women. Dog, listen, I'm gonna tell you something. Any nigga who's a pimp. You ain't gonna tell me you don't got mommy issues. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit, man. Because, because the thing is, is that in the little couple months, I I dibble and dabble. What I came to realize is that I'm living out my mommy issues with these hoes. Yeah. Right. I, like I'm. I'm finally getting the type of attention that I wanted from my mom. Yeah. Right? That type of shit. 
And then it was all like, man, once I really thought about it and just re recognized and realized whatever, whatever, like, my nigga, I'm not even in this for the reason you're supposed to be in this. Like, I'm the equivalent of the runaway bitch, except I'm a dude. Like, uh, it's just, um, and these hoes know that. These bitches know that? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, this nigga, man, did it, did it, did it. He said, yeah, nigga, this nigga, he got mommy issues. He got a hole in his heart. I can look in his eyes. I can see it. Like, these bitches ain't dumb, nigga. They specialize in manipulating. Oh, yeah, this nigga did it. Did. Now we got to do, we just going to do it, done, and we going to give him the game, and we just going to, you know, show show the nigga did it, done, and woo, 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 and all that shit. Yeah. Right? But I remember one of the bitches even asked me, like, man, you ain't never had a bitch just like you for you, huh? Just like it don't, like, most of the time, your shit been based off of what you gonna get, what you gonna give. Da-da-da, woo-woo-woo. Right? Like, that type of thing. And depending on what you get, you know, and they was like, yo, but we gonna show you something different. Like, we we don't move like that. It's, it, we, we like the gas station. We gonna be here. Oh, word. So, then I just started realizing, like, that ain't realistic. Like, who operates without standard? Who operates without reciprocity? This don't make no sense. Then I figured out, oh, there's absolute reciprocity. I need to be ready at all times. This is my job. I don't like this job. I quit, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Somebody gotta do it. I tried, bro. It, I'm not a pimp, bro. You're the, you're the crazy shit they was saying, man. Too, too time consuming, bro. What is he talking about? Uh oh. Oh, there you go. What? Obviously, you don't. You're hiring a hooker and you're going to get you some sex. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But you can't make that cool to me. <laughs> and even though you might provoke it, you're Look, promoting that in the and, video and, and uh, encouraging men to be tricks. That's even uh, more. Hold on. I'm encouraging men <laughs> to be masters. We just right, got man. two different information. So okay. Anyway, it's so what happened is I went up on his page. Look in the picture, and somebody he's, gave he's me in this, the video. Zoom link, so I went up in on the, the Zoom. Link. But, uh, so it was about six or seven people in the background. He got a picture of his wife dripped in Versace. <laughs> talking about that ain't cool to me if you paying for sex <laughs> but he's a married dude though niggas talking about and this is this is what we doing bro this is this is what we you know this is this is where we headed with this shit but like I said this is something that niggas called out off the dribble this is what niggas called out on day one. Now with me, this whole time, didn't I didn't interact with these niggas. That's what I'm saying. I'd have, I'd have been involved in some real street situations that I've helped. I don't really want to call it mediate, but I've gotten involved to try to level this out a little bit, right? I'm yeah. not the dude talking about these niggas ain't gone. Listen, 
right? I'm the dude, like, I'm going to make these niggas listen. I don't care if I got to come in disrespectful. I don't care if I got to locate their grandmas first and show up at the kitchen table and call them over for dinner. Oh, I'm going to figure out a way. You going to listen to me when I'm talking. Now, you might not follow through with what I said, but while I'm talking, are right, you going to listen, nigga? Because I'm going to put the people there who you respect too much to not listen to me. Yeah. Right? God, you you going you gonna to listen to me because I'm going to go get them, nigga. Know that. Yeah. Goddamn, if you don't listen to me. He's trying to tell niggas <laughs> what they should oh, should be doing, but he got a woman's kidney inside of him. <laughs> hey, man. Like, after that, hey, you should be 100% pro pay, pay a bitch. <laughs> you should be all, all about the women. And that's probably where internally he's having the... Uh, the problem with Kevin Samuels really he's changed inside I feel like inside he's changed he's really hustling for a family instead of a family hustling for him at this point he's hustling for a family he used to have a family hustling for him but now he's in a position fit you know physically and emotionally to where he needs a woman and won't admit it. I mean, he gives all praise, dude. But at the same, you can't ride both sides. You can't be, I, I, I'm up on the game, but you're not really spitting no game. The game you're spitting is, I hate Kevin Samuels for his game. What part of the game is that? I'm just trying to figure it out. Meanwhile, you got a woman. You got a. You got you got a woman's kidney in you, and you got a picture of the woman dripped in Versace behind you, but you're talking about an exchange uh, with a woman. You're not for that. <laughs> you know, he's gonna talk about it right here in this video. You see what I'm saying? And so no matter what happens, you know what I'm Sorry. saying? You are diminished. You might not care. Obviously, you're going to hire a hooker. Oh, hold on, listen. going to get you some sex. Okay. See? You know what I'm saying? But you can't make that cool to me. You can't make and it cool. And even though cool. it was not the broad that you paid her to get your rocks off. You see what I'm saying? And so no matter what happens, you know what I'm saying? You are diminished. You might not care. Right, you can't. Obviously, you, you don't. You you're hiring a hooker. No, I don't. And you're going to get you, you some sex, cool. okay? And this you know what I'm saying? You, but you can't make that cool to me. See, that's what I'm saying. Uh, well, and well, even listen, though you might I provoke, exactly what you it's say, the same Ray. thing to me because the broad, you whether, just, whether nobody else knows you or just, not, the broad knows. You just didn't, you didn't want to do it like that, but this I really there, don't. There's no way to say it except that way. There's no, I don't, there's not an alternative to present that. You can, there's so, no other way. And I'm not really trying to like go in the you know all that you know there's code and everything. But dude, you're on the on the video with the picture behind you, <laughs> so that's at that and you got pictures on your inst on your social media of her. So I can't really ignore that because bro, 
Like you just said, you wouldn't even be alive if it weren't for an exchange with a woman. So you telling, trying to dictate somebody else what exchange they can and can't have with a woman. And what you, so you're the standard of what's cool and what's not because you used to be a pimp. See, here we are back there again, bro. <laughs> and they're telling them on the thread. They're just like, bro, this is not a good look. And he said, I'm going to find a way. <laughs> look, he said, "You." and someone went at him and said, you can't make that cool to me. Bottom line, that's it and that's all. Because he's sitting there going back. You know, it's like this dude said, he said, he said, from a small city playboy out of Milwaukee to you being one of the big cats, I align myself with, let Kev be. If he kicked you out of his Zoom, he kicked you out. It's his platform. And yes, he probably didn't want you to upstage him. I know Kev is a target because his massive following and saying his name does clickbait. But no two men have to agree if one does, his approach is different from yours. Exactly. Doesn't make him wrong. That's his approach. Simply school us on your approach without mentioning the next man. Sincerely, see, and this is what he says. Gorgeous Trace says, so many of y'all... Yeah, bro, he came, yeah, right. He tried to justify that bullshit. No, and that's what someone said to him. Now, he's trying to say... No, I know that, but... Yeah. He Oh, I stand up my own too. I know, bro. I seen that shit. Yeah, there's so many of y'all are 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 missed the point. Go, go ahead and read it so we know exactly what was said. I still seen it though. Yeah, he says so many of y'all missed the point and are blinded by this social media shit. As you're on social media, that's what I said. This shit ain't about clickbait fans or any of that. Shit is about me feeling some some of the shit he talk about and the effluence influence black men to think is dangerous to our culture this is a principal reason i'm targeting i don't need people to co-sign anything i'm doing i've always stood alone and made it happen what are you trying to make happen in the streets listen rich yeah richard our kids is killing each other in the streets bro. yeah you the streets are bro this okay for I people that don't know we don't need you doing a back and forth with YouTubers. We need you trying to help us save these children. That's what we need. Yeah. He That's what you got paid for. That's what you showed up at Chop allegedly there to do. Chop Chad, the Seattle and mayor, paid him to be the street czar for people that don't know. A large sum of money. And he never finished it. And then he claimed he had COVID and had to step down and didn't really do nothing. Okay. Now he's doing videos in Miami, all this stuff. Like I said, where Kevin Samuels from, bro? I think he's from Dallas. Why you got a back and forth going with a nigga from Dallas when you could be dealing with Seattle problems? Yeah. Right? See, see, the thing is, is that I don't like Charleston White. I think Charleston White is sucker, right? Yeah. But what I will say is that Charleston White, he deal with 
Austin issues. I think that's where he's from. Wherever he's from, the primary thing he deal with is the shit around. So before he go off to Brooklyn talking about what niggas is doing in Brooklyn streets, he'll confront the niggas where he's from yeah. about what they doing. And that's the way that's the way you're supposed to do it. See with us the detractors of his or the people who are critical, he don't respect us enough to address that. But yo, you respect Kevin Samuels enough to give him that time. You'll go up on his Zooms, get kicked off of his Zooms, go back and go on. I guess you're I guess they're unemotional wrench. You you know, you 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 seem emotional. So when I yeah. watch this, but I get it. You know the game, game. Like I tell niggas, I'ma get you the real. I'ma let you, I'ma let him give you the game. But I'ma give you the real. Right? This is how come you'll see me feeding a bunch of kids on a high school football program pretty much off my dime. Whatever I get, it's not really enough to cover the cost I provide, the food I provide. You see it, you see what I do. I'm definitely not getting paid for my time. But if I'm a talk that community building shit, I'm a do that. I'm a bulldog, nigga. 27th and Alder. All I know is Garfield. I'm doing this for Franklin. Yeah. I've seen this, that. This, that, that, you know, I mean, that was real arch rival shit. But I also understand how important it is for Franklin to be formidable, formidable and to be competitive mm. and that's just the that's just the bottom line if, if we want certain things to continue we gotta make sure that we keep the balance right Ohio State and Michigan they make sure to keep each other's sports on par on deck Florida State Florida arch rivals gotta do that shit Texas Oklahoma we gotta make sure that you want our level so it makes sense when we collide. Yeah. Right? So the thing is, is that you doing that with them other YouTubers, see, you consider Kevin Samuels on your level. That's why you doing a back and forth with him. You don't consider the Seattle activists or the people in them spaces on your level. This how come if somebody confronts you on something, yeah. he'll be like, oh, I'll listen to it. What you doing, Hayden? Bro, but see what's happening. Engage the nigga. Yeah, he went up there. With no, but the this is. Harry. But yeah, he came up here with Corey Holcomb. He had Corey Holcomb up here uh, in his conversation with the streets, and he and been on Corey Holcomb's show. And Corey Holcomb be saying some hella crazy. I mean, cool stuff, but he be saying a lot of crazy shit. And he went in. Look, look. And then this is the second thing he do. Gorgeous Dre. He drops his damn song. You came up from the gutter like me. When the shit went down, you didn't stop like me. You wanna say you travel across the bubble like Can you hear that? No, I'm talking to my son, bro. They really don't wanna be like Mike. They wanna be like me. Hustle loves really don't wanna be like Mike. They wanna be like me. So he's so he's so hold up, hold up. 
it's like you know he should be he should be supporting some of this stuff. Just come through and just get your message out, man. Like yeah, whatever. He, he up here rapping. And shit. Not this time. Go ahead and do that. I don't want to hear that like me shit. Yeah. It's like no, nigga. I don't want to do a bunch of time in the fans like you, bro. <laughs> yeah, he said dope dealers want to be like me. And, you know what? and this is when after he was the street czar for the mayor of Seattle and was up there with the police. Hanging out with the cops and shit. Now he's back on the streets. And not to hate this shit. He said World, it premieres on World Star 83121. Uh, on all streaming platforms like me. If y'all just want to really hear the song that bad. Gorgeous. And the thing is, is this, yeah. bro. This, this is what one of my issues was from the beginning. Mm -hmm. You got dudes, man. They want to play both songs. Yeah. Right now, at the point I am in my life, I'm doing well enough, bro. I get all type of nefarious opportunities. Yeah. No matter how you want to look at it, a lot of them come my way because of the space I'm in. But I tell motherfuckers, hey, yo, bro, I can't do that because, oh, no, no, bro, listen, I can't do that. Because this is what I am. This is what I'm portraying to be. This is what I'm claiming. I'm not mad at you, bro. You do what you do. You didn't take on the responsibility and the task I did. Right? Yeah. I don't come from a lineage of freedom fighters and activists. That, that's not what I come from. I made an absolute sound choice and decision to do this, bro. Yeah. It's almost like a job. Whatever my job is, however I pay my bills, I don't come I don't come from certain cultures. Right? I'm I'm not I'm not from a culture where you're going to be what your father is and so on and so forth. Yeah. Right? If you're if, if you come from beggars, you'll be a beggar. You don't get to be a scient uh, a scientist. You don't get to be an engineer, right? Oh, your dad's a doctor? You'll be a doctor. I forget exactly what they call it in cultures. I, I be knowing sometime, but I forgot right now what we call that standard. Yeah. But we don't do that here. So I let it be known it's all about credibility. Right? Because my friends are a little bit different than some of y'all friends. I got the type of friends where we still going to be cool, but man, you pulling some fuckery, let's talk about it. Yeah. Right? So, no, I don't want that pressure, nigga. I don't want you calling me, being like, all right, man, we're live. We got a problem with you. Let's go. Now, all of a sudden, I can't talk. Or, nah, I've been talking. So, that'd be my thing. Nah, I want to be able to speak the way I speak and always be what I claim I am. Whatever my past is, is my past. I'm not, shit, I'm not that great of a person right now. Yeah. But, but. I tell you what, if I do a fundraiser to help the community, I bet you I'll be able to physically show you where the money went if need be. Yeah. Right? I think I have enough credibility where y'all can't even really ask me certain stuff. But in the event you do, yeah. fuck a receipt, I'm going to take you to the people. That's what we going to do. Because I, I could get receipts. 
I deal with 501c3s, nigga. I know how to get a receipt. Yeah. Nah, we gonna take you to the reality. We gonna, I'm gonna show you the end of it. Yeah, this person, people who, they don't even know me like that. I just helped them out. They would never lie for me. We don't got that type of history. Yeah. Right? And and that's what that's what we need right now. Like, dude, you're way too powerful to play these type of games. <laughs> like, dog, you, you was able, think about this, bro. This dude was able to be the catalyst about a movie about American pimping. Yeah. Right? And not necessarily American pimping. It was just black, right? They show one white dude, Mr. White Folks. Mr. White Folks been around when my uncles and all them niggas was paying for pussy back yeah. in the streets. My elders and shit. So Mr. White Folks is a staple. But like a lot of these newer niggas and this and that, you, you showed that. Like, you didn't show the other shit. You didn't show the bathhouses. You didn't show the massage parlors. That's pimping, too. You didn't you didn't show the sororities that hoe on the side. And, like, you, you only showed... You know, you showed the low-level shit. Low-level oh, shit. You, you showed whole-strong pimping. Exactly. So, but it, you didn't. You didn't show. You didn't show that pimping where we compromise. Um, I'm just curious. He didn't, he didn't touch on mail order brides or none of that, bro. Yeah, and he didn't talk. He didn't talk on underage brides either. <laughs> well, he ain't talk about human trafficking. <laughs> he ain't talk about. Right, man. Yeah, exactly. You know, according according to these niggas, what it be. Okay, I got something. Right, I, I got okay, something right here. No, I got something right here. I got something. I'm gonna read it. Don't go for it. Las Vegas Sun, written by Kim Smith, September second, nineteen ninety nine. Kim Smith. Yeah. That sound familiar. Uh, Las Vegas Sun, a, uh, a newspaper. Okay, okay, so she's a reporter. Yeah, 
So I'm going to read this. Are you sure? That's what it says right here. Let me see. All right, because she might. All right, cool. Go ahead. Okay. For, okay. So it says, the second day of testimony in the federal trial of a man accused of bringing underage girls across state lines for purposes of prostitution included the testimony of a second member of the man's alleged stable. Cheryl Davis, 20, said she moved in with Andre Taylor and two other prostitutes shortly after her 18th birthday in October 1997. At that point, she had already been selling her body for three years, she said. Authorities believe Taylor acted as a pimp for a handful of women and underage girls directing them from state to state, taking all of their earnings and bailing them out of jail frequently. According to testimony, Taylor used his fledgling career as a... Listen to this. He used his fledgling career as a rap artist, Gorgeous Dre, and his part in the movie American Pimp to impress the women. Taylor faces six transportation-related counts and various fraud and money laundering charges. Taylor's wife has sat directly behind him throughout the trial, and during breaks, the couple frequently exchanged winks and smiles. One of the underage girls who used the name Aston as one of her aliases testified reluctantly Tuesday, but Davis gave her answers without hesitation. When she moved into Taylor's $300,000 Ruskin Street home, Davis said it was filled with expensive furnishings and her closets were filled with Versace suits and alligator skin shoes. The watch Taylor wore was worth $90,000, and he wore plenty of gold rings and necklaces. The girls who lived with and were for Taylor really got to enjoy the opulent surroundings, however. Davis said they worked seven days a week, and each day was the same. We'd get up, go to work, come home, and go to sleep. <laughs> Davis said she and the wow. other girls, Aston and Dominique, would share a cab and have the driver drop them off at their respective favorites. She personally liked to work at Caesars Palace, the Mirage, and New York, New York. They had so after two months after she joined Taylor and after she miscarried his baby while in a San Diego jail. <laughs> so he's he's just talking about having sex. Uh, Davis says she contracted the authorities to help her get out of the business. Defense attorney Michael Kennedy, in attempting to discredit Davis, asked why she would move in with Taylor. According to her, she was working on her own, and one monthly customer who paid her fifteen hundred for only two hours of her time. <laughs> wow! So I mean, this is a. a And, and what what be what be really wild is that niggas is gonna say shit like we haters, right? Because you black and 
you being black, you should be able to extract resources from the community and just do with, with it what you will. But here's what I know, bro. Think about this, bro. Yeah. Just imagine if they gave me a quarter of a million to feed people. Right? Yeah. And I did feed people, but I feed people hot dogs, chips, and pre-made burgers. Yeah. And I do a bunch of them. Right? But everything I'm doing is feeding, you know, probably like a hundred people. So let's say I do twenty five of these events. You you counting? You yeah. with me? Yeah. I do 25 of these events. Mm -hmm. Each of them, I do them for 100 people. Okay. Okay, you see where we at? We at 2,500, correct? Yeah. Divide 2,500 into 250K and tell me what my profit is per person I serve, okay? What was that, 10,000? Bro, I'm getting $100 a person, bro. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> right? No, no, ain't no, ain't no, because when you're dealing with that type of fuckery, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like, bro, you see that? Yeah. Just that quick. Awesome freestyle shit. Oh, I'm now, if I could do that right now, what you think a motherfucker who lit his life can do? Rich? Yeah. Right, because you know me, bro. I'm real good with, like, basic math for whatever reason. I'm not good with fraction. Oh, oh. Addition, subtraction. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. That That is what I do. You see how quick I put that together? You give me a quarter million, I'm going to do 25 events, feed 100 people at each event. That's 2,500 people. Well, you tell me what I made. <laughs> exactly. But uh, I'm going to close it out. I got to run for an appointment. Okay, well, bro. We'll, well, yeah, we'll chop it up yeah, later. We, yeah, we need to. Yeah, I want to. I want to touch back in on all this. I want to go back to conversation with the streets. I want to go through the timeline of who came, nigga, because the only person who I can think of who ain't extracting research from the community is Joe Brown. Yeah. Come on, bro. Well, and Islam, also, you could Jake see. Morrison. You could see his case on Find Law. United States v. Taylor in the appellate court. If you guys want to read up on it, I'll post a link. But it's, it's convicted of transporting a minor for the purposes of prostitution. This is his appeal, so you can read that and what he's contending. Uh, yeah, so it was politiroad.com. I'll talk to you later, man. Yes, sir. All right, now. Remember how I was telling you that what's going on in the finances is always a microcosm of what's just going on with us in general. Yep. Right? So, what I'm calling the pumping dump right now is the idea of Bishop Sycamore. That, that, that football team that got on they got on ESPN to play ING yeah. the other day. Yeah. Now, my thing with that is that, I don't know, I feel my own way about that. It's kind of a distraction. But I also know that's where things are headed. And that's the thing we're doing, just the quick fix, the quick
quick flip. We don't really care about long tradition anymore. Everything is immediate gratitude. Yeah. Right? I'm willing to sacrifice my lifelong reputation for a couple experiences. This is what everyone is literally doing. And pretty much, I'm all like, well, hold up, what's up with this? And so what I'm seeing is that now it's being weaponized and people are playing the game. But then when it's game up, they point fingers and try to, you know, say, oh, you tricked us. Like, did you hear about what ESPN was saying, how they got tricked into the game? I'm all like, how they tricked us? Yeah, how you trick the ESPN? How yeah. do you get tricked? <laughs> yeah. They don't but, get, Yeah. But this is what they... I knew that all this was coming when, you know, like I said, man, I look at I look at the vibes and what goes on with the money. And what we do with the money is what we do with each other, you know? Yeah. So... I don't know if you got any input on it. I kind of wanted your take on it. Bishops, I heard a little bit about it. Um, I saw even saw you post something about it. Um, it's some crazy shit, bro. What did he do? They're like some JUCO players. They weren't even yeah, they're high like school. Some, they're like some JUCO players that got a high school that, that played a high school team. Yeah. But the thing is, is that they only saying something because it was on ESPN. Man, yeah. bro, these dudes got one of the best schedules in America. Their schedule's unreal. And all their games are on the road, bro. Yeah. Every single game. And they're playing high school teams. Yep. And they're letting... Are they still playing? Or they, or they stopped them from once they found out? They stopped it. Bro. No, they finished the game. They finished the games. No, look. Okay. They brought this up during a game on national television. Yeah. They played the game, bro. They played the game and then brought it up afterward? They brought it up during the game. <laughs> what? Yeah, man. Oh, let me look this up on the computer. I did a whole live stream about it earlier. You wasn't available. No, no I just got a. I just had surgery and shit. Okay. Yeah, that's why I've been in my my ass had surgery. I'm be off for two weeks. I'm be home for two weeks. Let me see. This sounds hella crazy. Bishop. What's the name of the school? Bishop. It's the coach. Oh, Sycamore. Yeah, here we go. Oh, wow. A fake high school team. (laughs) Football! What? 
was they hold up? Was they beating the teams? No. They were losing. Yep. Grown ass men losing against some boy. They lost anyway. Wow. And nobody checked their credentials. How the hell did they suit the whole team and everything without nobody? Grammar and spelling are. Uh-huh. But the same team, the same team who they beat, who they lost to. Yeah. They lost to them last year. So they've been playing for a couple years like that? Bro, this is their third year. What the hell? Their first year they went four and five. They, they didn't scrub the damn record from the internet down there. But you know Google... Google, you know, you do a little bit of searching, man. You might find something in Google if you click on the right thing. Yeah. So I started clicking on shit. I, I found the schedule. Right? Yeah. So, I start going through the schedule. Then I start going through the old games, like on Max Press, how they was recorded. Yeah. Now, it was already recorded in Max Preps. This is what I'm saying. Like, everybody was in on this. And all these people, this is what you do. Max Preps, your job is to keep on, keep up with what's going on yeah. in high school sports. Yeah. Period. Who's who and what's what. Right? So, on the commentary, it was the dudes from ESPN. So, they're like college, you know, they're high school football insiders. What the hell? Midway, look, midway through the game out, you know, a few minutes before the end of the second quarter, yeah. they started throwing the program under the bus saying, oh, well, they told us that they had these type of players and obviously this, that, and the third. I'm just like, ah, oh, now I see what you're doing. Because at the beginning of the game, what they said, Rich, was, yeah, this team is a mystery to us. You know, but we're going to see today, and the coaches are trying to see when it started off, they were saying good shit, like yeah. the coaches want to help the kids get in college and better their life. Think about the end of the second quarter, they were saying, we didn't know who these dudes were. <laughs> they told us that they had these type of players, and I'm all like, wait, it shouldn't really matter what type of players they had. Before, you said you didn't know what type of players they had, but hopefully they'll help some players to move on and go to college and do some good things in life. Yeah. Why you ain't talking about college no more? Now they're all like, okay, you know, here's the deal with this team, and they told us this, and here's what we think, and, man, bro, it just became some fuckery. I said, man, this is crazy. Wow. Y'all how y'all are able to do this, like, y'all knew exactly what this was, man. Yeah. Now you get to say, well, they told us that they had these type of players, and I'm just like, wait, so since that's what they told you, you gave them this game? <laughs> Damn. So now, there's a big stink over if it's a real school or not, and 
academic requirement. And I'm just like, man, y'all only saying this because of football. You let this happen all the time in basketball. Yeah. Yeah, they do, and actually. Sports. Yeah, I've heard them do of doing that, creating schools. Man, bro, they got all, for basketball, bro, they got all type of schools that only exist online. Yeah. And they be playing who? Wow. And, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because they really do. And no one talks about that. I mean, they started to talk about it for a minute. But then they kind of just, like everything else, the news cycle just disappears. The story. <laughs> wow. Sycamore. Bro, if the game, game would have been more competitive, bro, they wouldn't have said a word. Yeah. Well, that and what if the team would have won? That too, because what I think is, I think that the cat was coming out the bag anyway. Yeah. And ESPN wanted to get ahead of the story. Yeah. And ESPN, ESPN was trying to figure out when to bail. They exactly. Just, they just let it run and let it go on. They probably knew for years, huh? Well, maybe not years, but just long enough. Because if they knew for years, they probably would have just cut it off. Or they were clout chasing. It was like, yo, we can get some publicity off of this. That's what I think happened, bro. Yeah. Wow. What is that called? I forgot. I wrote it down. It's like when you negative all publicity, all publicity is good publicity, bad, good. So a lot of people subscribe to that. And a lot of companies subscribe to it. Man, look, bro, they started the game off saying we don't know nothing about this team. By the end of the, by the end of the second quarter, they was just pretty much saying, man, who is these guys? Like, uh-huh. what you mean? They told you who they were before you can't let them come out here. Yeah. Wow. Oh, they want to act like that's funny. That is hella funny. What the hell? So what's going to be the consequence? Is or there is none? I don't know, bro. Because listen, bro, these dudes ain't in a conference. No, they are in a conference. Yeah, they're in the Texas Trinity Christian League or something. Yeah. Now they up, they up out of Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. But they in a league in Texas. Yeah. Where they do that at? <laughs> wow. That's fan that's a fan oh, that's a fantastic story. I gotta look into that some more. Wow. <laughs> Bishop. Bishop Sycamore. Don't Think got... about the wordplay on that. Fantastic. 
fake football team. That's all. Hold on. Hold on. This one got commercial. Okay, it's a commercial. And he suggested maybe Ty Thompson can transfer to Bishop Sycamore, which is when I need to ask my co-hosts, A, did we watch IMG uh, take on Bishop Sycamore, an online-only prep crazy. school from Ohio, uh, on national television on Sunday on ESPN? And number two, has this story uh, intrigued anybody? Uh, but if you've got any extra insight on this... Um, <laughs> I'm very curious to it see whether uh, whether this story resonated with y'all as well. This was incredible. Right? Okay, good. <laughs> I was yes. really afraid I was coming to be like, guys, this is pretty pretty nuts. So IMG has two teams, right? They have their uh, they have their varsity team and their national team. Um, IMG's varsity team would have beat the beat the heck out of uh, Bishop Alive. Sycamore. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so here's a tweet from Andrew Ivins, and I'll get into this real quick because I, I don't want to. I mean, we don't spend 40 minutes on this, but <laughs> Ivins oh, writes it, and I, <laughs> I, I Ivins is our wild. southeast expert in recruiting for the 24/7 Sports Network. He lives down there in Lauderdale by Danny. Uh, reading so many stories on Bishop Sycamore today, so let me share this one. They played a defender on Sunday that's originally from the class of 2020 from Florida. The kid has reported over two dozen fake offers. Showed up once to a seven-on-seven tryout and used a fake ID. His huddle is also fake. Amazing. So I'm actually working on a piece on this, but I wasn't ready to publish it today. It's probably going to be more towards signing day. We are seeing a lot of shady prep schools pop up right now because the number of spots for high schoolers coming out of school right now is limited because of all the COVID backlog, because everybody gets unlimited scholarships right now for returning guys, but they have to, anyway, like there's a lot of these prep schools that are popping up and, and parents want to chase the dream. So that, the kids go to the prep schools, and Bishop Sycamore has some elements of that going on, where they have guys who are clearly, like, you know, older, they're prep players. IMG has played some of these prep-type schools before. Normally, prep schools are pretty damn good because you're dealing with grown men. I mean, 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds playing against <laughs> high schoolers. This is not the case with Bishop Sycamore, though. I should note, they lost, uh, and I'm looking at our group text here for, uh, uh, for 24-7 sports recruiting team, and we were kind of talking about it on Saturday. And then Brian Doan, who is our Northeastern expert, said, wait, Bishop Sycamore played on Friday and lost to a 2A team from Pittsburgh. Or played on Thursday and lost to a 2A team from Pittsburgh. So, wait, they played two games? Yes. They played two games in three days, Daddy. The same kids. And the second game was against IMG. And their quarterback and a number of other players got hurt. And... I don't know. Like, are they just doing this to take the check? Are they basically like the Savannah State of high school? Oh, bud, I've got something for you. This Friday, they're going to be in Kentucky. Then they go to Dallas. Huh? I I don't know who they're playing in Kentucky, but they're playing Duncanville in Texas. Duncanville's a hell of a team. (laughs) They also have trips to Florida, Maryland, Connecticut, Nevada, and Virginia. These kids. And then like a barnstorming team. Oh, they're kids. They're not kids. Without the talent that people would normally want to see barnstorm. Like they don't have players. Uh, The ESPN commentators and Anish, was it Anish Shroff? Yeah. Uh, He was basically like, look, to be frank, guys, Bishop Sycamore told us they had a number of uh, college prospects on this team, information that we were unable to verify in our own database or other databases, blah, 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 blah. ESPN doesn't actually book this game. There's like a booking company that does it. And the booking company told Awful Announcing that uh, if we know they had played Friday with the same players, we would not have scheduled a game for Sunday, uh, which, duh, because it's kind of a health and safety issue. 
Kind of. You think? <laughs> Especially to play IFG. Like, and they, yeah, this is, uh, hey, this they're is young, sad, they'll man. recover. Oh, my <laughs> That is nuts. I had no idea this was all transpiring. I had none of it. This is incredible. Well, Sunday night, a 58 to nothing win for IMG really highlights this cottage industry that I was aware of that is trying to take advantage of these 19 and 20 year olds who don't have a spot on a college football roster. It's it is new to me and it absolutely blew my mind. Can't wait for the long form podcast on Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> wait. Whoa. Now you hear that? You heard I've it? Heard, yeah, bro, I heard all these earlier. I didn't listen to all of them. Okay, so this is some crazy shit. So basically, IMG ain't probably even really legit. They're just running around playing whoever. And neither is Bishop Sycamore. No, IMG is legit. They're a sports academy. Okay, it's a sport. Right, bro, they, got, they got like a college-sized campus. Okay. But, yeah, bro. IMG, they they play everybody too. Okay, and that's what I'm saying. Just they don't check who they're playing. They just like how do they prep. They don't look at video. Be like, yo, this is who we're playing. We got to get ready. Man, I don't know, but I know that they had to have known something. That's what I'm saying. Like, like ain't nobody like. Look at the tape on this team. Oh, we're going to go in here and beat them and just get get a... So you get paid for being on national TV? Is that what they're saying? They're saying that they created this school as some sort of uh, income uh, uh, business, and they just filled it full of... A roster full of uh, old players that probably flunked out or whatever, or or prospects who didn't get no get to the school they wanted to. And just, hey, we're going to pay for play. We're not going to pay you, but we're going to take money to move you around to play these games. I'd like to talk to these players and see their conditions on the road. Bro, I was, hey, bro, I know that they got some situations where they didn't pay for their hotel rooms, bro. Oh, really? Yeah, but the coach got sued. That's what, that's what he's up, up for, uh, yeah, fraud. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's what they're mad about right now. Does he, you know, does he get some fraud? A fake school. Damn, and look at the pictures of the coach. All the players are black, right? Because I'm, uh, I'm looking at these still photos. There's a cut. There's like one or two. Yeah, it's looking like it. Yeah. Yeah, still photos like a like a white assistant coach. This coach is actually he's a good actor. He's on the sideline looking like, yeah, fifty eight to nothing. They got blew out. Alright. And then like he's all like, yeah, just give us props for comment. Damn. I'm like, what? That's wild. That is hella wild. That's the wildest story I've seen in a minute. Oh, bro. And what was wild is that when you break it down, yeah, bro, everybody's in on this. Like, they play everybody. 
Well, apparent, apparent, uh, apparently they're not the only ones either. Yeah, they're not the only ones, but I'm just saying how flagrant this is where they making it seem like, oh, they tricked us and just got on ESPN. Nah, nigga. They, got, they, they scheduled a bunch of schools who's really based off academics. Yeah. Right? And and those schools are supposed to do the due diligence of figuring something out. Because uh, what we could do, any of us could just start a school. If we could find 60 dudes to play football, we could just pop up with a team. Okay, I got another question, though. Was the game uh, exhibition? Because you ever no, go, it's you're, a real game. Okay, that goes in there on, on their rankings. On their record. Okay, because I remember I used to go to Husky games. They'd be playing like, what's that team? Brewsters packing. Remember they used to play them? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I used to wonder. <laughs> so is this sort of thing like an indication that there is sort of like a gap between football slots, entertainment football, professional entertainment football slots, and college mm-hmm. because not everyone makes it to college so you got people that still want to play like they used right. to have the Renton the Renton Ravens uh, semi-pro teams is the semi-farm system failing in the fact that it needs more money it needs more attention it needs because there's there's, a, there's evidently people that want to play Past high school, and one, but they want a shot at college at the same time. But I'm sure since you know the COVID, like the dude said, there's less slots because not all the teams are playing, so that creates a real desperation for even this fake high school to play somebody. Uh, not the fake one, but the uh, uh, the IMG school. Needs to find people to play, and they're like, "Hell, forget whatever. We need to keep rolling." Uh, there, I didn't realize. Regardless I so, of of what's going on on the background, so they probably everyone probably knew. It didn't sound like they exploited this team. It looks like they exploited them. Like, yo, I don't give a damn. We need somebody to play because all the other teams. Or, uh, you know, this is weird. I'm definitely going to... You there? You there? I must have lost you on the thing. Hello? Uh, call back, yeah. 